Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Uh, got that? That was from Mags. He loves it when people burp and leave it in on podcasts. Hey, Meg. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, Mags from DWI. Go fuck yourself, huh? We love you. Come on, gentlemen. Let's try to keep it together. Oh, people at home! What's up with that? You ready? Welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am the artist formerly known as Pizza Funny and your podcast Jedi. Joining me as always is Dick Caster. Dick, how the fuck have you been? <laughs> Living the dream, PC. Yeah, you would, you fucking dick casting motherfucker. <laughs> All right, everybody. Joining us also, as always, is my good friend from our bland. Uh, our bland our, it's not bland at all. Trust me. Our the brand Oh, PC and Platt. You can find it every week right there on the Chairshot.com and Chairshot Radio Network. It's the MVP, Mr. Velvet Pipes himself. His mama made him mash his M&Ms. It's Christopher Platt. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Although I may need to come up with a new tagline because I believe that Keith Lee may have cornered the market on that one, even though I've been saying it before him. He got it over before I did. So there's that. Stay tuned, I suppose. But 
Well, he he is bigger than me. That that is true. But we can talk. We can talk on an intellectual level. He's very, you know, you a dude. And 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 I hope. <laughs> fuck out of here. Let me be sober for two minutes. You'd be surprised. No, you hope he lets you talk to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, touche. But That's shout a- out to. DWI podcast, dicks, wet ass pussy, and ingrates, which the three of you are. What? Okay, nonetheless, <laughs> thanks, Chris. <laughs> Joining us to complete the quadratic quintessential equation of quintuplet. Yes, yeah, quintumplings. That's what I like in my soup. No, quintuplet, motherfucker. All together. Yeah. What's better than one dumpling? Four. Or that's five. Never mind. AJ Belaz is here. AJ, talk so I can stop talking. So yeah, if that's what the dumpling, dumpling is five. Dan, just relax, okay? I see you working over there. I was about to say, so since if the, if that's what Platt thinks DWI means, I'm the angry. We already said that Dan's the dick caster, so he's the dick. So, Tony, that means you're the wet-ass pussy? <laughs> Do I have to give you? Is that I mean that's just like that's easy to come back at. I I, I don't. Oh, even, I know. I don't. Okay. Sure. Yep. That's <laughs> dangerous when wet, motherfucker. Caution. Slippery when wet. There you go. Bon Jovi. My bad. Bon Jovi. Chris. More. Yeah. 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 More. More. Yeah. More Girl, of a Motley so- Crue guy. My, more of a gar- Motley oh, Crue. Oh, Oh, GNR sure. guy myself, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Really. Running with but, but but David Lee Roth, not Sammy Hagar. Mr. Brownstone. Yeah, uh, David Lee, not Sammy Max. Hagar. In case he didn't get the first one. Sammy was I, right, but David David yeah. was a rock star. He's a fucking rock star. You're one of the good guys. You're you're fighting for the good guys if you're a David Lee Roth guy. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, it's a true story, right, Dan? What? <laughs> Dick, right, Dick? <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be a dick the whole time. This is what that's gonna be my new name. <laughs> DPP to DC, <laughs> Dick Caster. Oh, oh boy, that was. I'm, I'm thinking something totally different. Like you know, his dick be putting a spell on the ladies. Like you know what I mean? They be out there. You got, <laughs> it's like, like a, a magic arrow. Crib. You know what I mean? That's how I'm looking. Like his dick is Aladdin's red, uh, uh, flying carpet or some shit. You know. Obviously, thinking back, knowing Dan for a long time, I can't find evidence to support the opposite of that possibility. So, hey, my man, swinging it, swinging and hanging this whole time, a stud, and nobody ever knew it. Shout out to DPP. I'm put a spell on you. Listen, I'll tell, I'll tell you straight up, without even, you know, I don't, and I wouldn't, I don't generally don't bullshit anymore. I used to be kind of an asshole, but yeah, Dan's done very well for himself throughout his entire career. So. Hey, so DPP stands for Dick Put You in Peril. <laughs> I don't know. Paradise. Dick Put yeah, You I'm in Paradise, DPP. There I'm, we go. Dan knows who I'm talking about when I say our group, and I think our group has done pretty well for themselves over the years as a group, in, in addition. <laughs> say so. Right. So, anyway. All right. That's enough of that. It's a little bit too close. Uh, to get in the French toast at 3.15 in the morning. You better go on with your bad self, Danny boy. My <laughs> man. <laughs> My man. Hey, they don't stay for I breakfast. Yeah, I treated an exhausted baby. 
10 o'clock checkout or, or 715. <laughs> he's got that Barty He's got that Barty Stinson bed with half a blanket. <laughs> I see you awake. I see you. You don't know sheet nothing. You're just laying on the mattress, bitch. I see you awake over there. Let's see. Let's talk about that taxi. <laughs> <laughs> he got Uber on speed. Now retainer. Uh, me outside the crib. It's under, it's under, it's under the emergency <laughs> button on the phone next to the bed. <laughs> All right, seven thirty. They've had to listen to our idiot bullshit enough. We can finally go to a commercial. Just get the last one in there. Go ahead. I seen you winding up. Uh, I'm just gonna say, man, they leave with a nice party gift, which includes smelly soaps, some gummy bears, and a lining crew. <laughs> what are these? Those are bath salts. Don't eat them. This is DWI podcast number three fourteen. PC Tunney, DPP, Christopher Platt, and AJ Belaz. Chairshot Radio Network, thechairshot.com. Always use your head. We'll be right back. Uh oh, someone didn't turn the sound up, so now he has to stop the audio so we don't catch it in the middle. Put the sound back up, folks. This is how you fucking do it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, DWI, episode 314. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. Plenty of great teas over there. Brand new nefarious means. Get it. Show up. Wrestling events, parties, bars, whatever the scene is. Make a splash with ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and wearing a chair shot t-shirt of your choice. Get it in soft style. Your epidermis will thank you. That shirt and those shirts 
make a great gift as well. And uh, if you're dissatisfied, we'll send Christopher Platt to your house, and he'll tell you, you know, quite specifically throughout the course of 24 hours consecutively to always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. DP, I think people would love to know what actually is going on in a structured format this way, this week on DWI podcast number 314. Oh, I, I told you earlier, but guess what? Well, well, we'll wait. Out. Well, it's the big show. Oh, shit. Just in time. All right. We're going to get into the uh, card uh, for WWE MSG, which is impossible to find, by the way. Lit, lit. It's, it's like, even if you're the, on. I got it right at the grocery store yeah. shelf, man. I put it with my fried chicken when I make that in the deep fryer. That's gross. Bro, MSG. Uh, I was about to say, shout out, shout out to MSG, man, because you try to make Chinese food at home and it just don't hit the same. <laughs> Like it does when you order out, and I think it's the lack of MSG. So yeah, I'm all here. I'm pro MSG. We are. This is a pro MSG Do you have household. Anything to add to this horse shit that's interrupting my rundown of the big show sheet? I deserve. You're down it, with so. MSG? Yeah, you know me. You down oh, with yeah. MSG? Yeah, yeah you know me. All right, the show just got longer. Did Dan? You can blame these guys, okay? AJ, would you like to rip on uh, MSG? Go get some Chinese food. Oh, no, 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 no. MSG, Madison Square Garden. That's what we're talking about. Your yes, name? sir. Oh. Well, not right now. I'm just trying to get through the big show sheet. Yeah, I was talking about shrimp fried rice and General Souls chicken. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Some well, there's trivia inside. Oh, DP, ring the bell. Orange chicken, sesame chicken. Are you sesame chicken guy, Tony? Fucking douche canoes over here treat me like a substitute teacher. Y'all can fuck off. <laughs> Lo mein's pretty good too, and a uh, kung pao chicken. That's pretty good if you got it in your area. A kung it, pao it's got the peanuts in it. We don't get into this MSG card over here. All right, try it from 700 miles away, sir. Probably more than that, but yeah. Piece of Chuck Morris. Chuck Norris. Chuck Morris. Chuck, Chuck Morris. Morris. Wow. All right. On with the show. <laughs> Who's Chuck Morris? It's like Careless Levert and Chuck Morris star in a brand new action film. <laughs> White Lightning, Black Thunder. <laughs> uh, you've heard of the White Shadow, now the Black Shadow. Man, yeah, just like Vince said on 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 uh, you know Pat McAfee's uh, show, it, you, you can't mess up. They don't know any better. Yeah. Any of you catch that? Oh, I listened to the entire thing while it was going live. Chris, Dan, yeah, I did as well. I, I watched it most of it live. Trying. I watched it as well. Dan, you should watch it uh, when you get to. time. Put put in the rotation. It's it's yeah. it's worth watching. Um, there's a little bit in the middle of it that's a little repetitive uh, as, as far as McAfee's trying to ask a question but can't. He's very respectful. Very interesting, some of the stuff Vince divulges. Um, if you're waiting for uh, Austin Theory running, that didn't happen. Um, it was basically Vince, not VKM, not Mr. McMahon, sitting down and talking to Pat McAfee. 
And then uh, I'm sure everybody's heard the two biggest breaking things from that is why I wanted to get to that before we got into the MSG card is the fact that Pat McAfee will be having a wrestling match at WrestleMania. Um, I, I like to think AJ and Chris, Chris, you've seen it. Um, AJ, it sounds like you just listened to it that McAfee didn't know that that was coming, that he, that Vince was going to legit sit there and ask him if he want, you know, or tell him that he wanted him to have a match at WrestleMania. It kind of sounded like that. Like, I don't know if he's that good of a worker, but maybe he is because he even alluded to the fact that the Internet had been talking about this, you know, the whole time. leading hey, up. But to I don't show, think you know what I, mean? I don't think Vince had officially came up to him yet about it. And now Vince was using this to go because, you know, I don't I think he was being Vince during the interview. I think like that was like, oh, you know what, by the way, on the plane ride in, they're like, yeah, well, I'm going to do something nice for the show and I'm going to ask him to you know hey there's a match for you at wrestlemania you know are you in and of course aj mcafee was all over that shit oh yeah of course i'm i i think that was actually genuine i actually think that was a genuine reaction of wait 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 you actually want me on the card sure i'm on the show but i literally think that was him like didn't know 100 percent of surprise because hell he didn't even know when vince was technically coming into the building if if for everyone that watched it was like he got a call most likely from kevin dunn because he said kevin when he answered the phone and it was like yeah vince is gonna be in 15 minutes oh, okay cool so uh, uh our favorite pal uh, on twitter um called it that vince was gonna be uh inducting taker were, were you guys surprised about that no no, who else could have done it? It's got to be Vince, especially after seeing the last ride documentary and how close that those guys are. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. He'd only done it for Austin before, which was the point. I don't I don't know. I thought he would only have done it for Austin. But my thinking was is because he was Austin's biggest rival. Right. He wasn't Undertaker's biggest rival. But I get Undertaker because Undertaker is the guy who, you know, without the Undertaker, maybe they don't make it through. I mean, I think they make it through some way, but. He's the most loyal WWE employee. You talk about other people yeah. that could have done it, though. Kane, mm-hmm. Mick, Mick Foley, or Steve Austin. Any one of those three. DP, Mick, you didn't get to way. watch the show, but react to Vince inducting Undertaker. I think it makes perfect sense. The only one I would have thought of was Kane um, to do it. You know, Brothers of Destruction and all that. That was, you know, They were linked together Steve for there. so long, but... But you know, he there. was there a lot longer than Kane was, too. So, I mean, do we have the largest showing of of former WWE major, you know, people for this induction? Like, I think there's so much respect. Everybody that wants, you know, they're doing it in the arena, like after a fucking SmackDown or something, I guess. Right. I was about to say, because. Main is a month away, and we only have one inductee, which I'm pretty sure everyone wanted Taker just to be one inductee. That's all we need to take. Do we? We have more than one inductee. You guys keep talking about it. I'm going to look that. I can find that. (laughs) I was about to say, I I thought we only had the one, and it was Taker. Like, I didn't see, like, someone else. I didn't see, like, Ivory or or anyone else like that. But there was a couple announced already. I mean, there were a couple other people that maybe could have inducted Taker, like either Trips or Sean. One of those could have been a good 
Well, not yeah. good, but would have made sense. But no, Vince putting Taker in makes the most sense. That was that was Vince's greatest creation that he had. So who do y'all think is Undertaker's greatest rival? <clears throat> Excuse me, because I, I think it's a short list. You 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 either go Kane, you Foley. either go Mankind, Mick Foley, or Shawn Mike. I guess Triple H maybe, but but yeah, wh- who do you guys think is is Taker's uh, greatest rival? I'd pick it Kane. Might be- I think I'd pick Kane just because they've been linked together with everything, whether they were friend or foe. They were always, you know together for everything so other than you know hbk they had some i mean obviously their wrestlemania matches were unbelievable and you know the first one could be argued as you know the greatest wrestlemania match of all time it's hard for me to pick anybody else i guess other than kane just because of the way they've been linked together ever since kane you know debuted obviously as his brother so that'd be my pick remember Oh, go ahead, Adam. I apologize. I, I was just going to say real quick, just, you know, other than their WrestleMania matches, which were iconic, they also had three great matches in 97 as well, including the introduction to the Hell in a Cell, which for my money is probably still the best Hell in a Cell match. So there, there's an argument to be made there for Sean Mike. Mick Foley, Taker made Mick Foley. You know what I mean? He, by, he, he put him over continuously. And then the hell in a cell spot like that's still one of the most iconic spots in the history of wwe i'd probably go kane just because of all the history but I, I, there's an argument to be made for any of the guys that i brought up yeah adam yeah. I, I apologize man go ahead and, and no you're good question. i was gonna i was gonna ask tony actually was there any other inductees that have happened yet or no i think you're actually right so far i don't know if they're gonna add anymore but Taker's the first one announced. I don't know what I was hearing, maybe some speculation back in December and January, early January. So I hope, I hope it's, I hope I'm actually wrong. There is nobody because we have talked about that before. Like, I think we all were in agreement. Like if one person deserves to be the solo shot, Vince is doing it and you're doing it after a SmackDown. That kind of makes sense a little bit, doesn't it? I would have said Brooklyn Brawler should have been the one that was uh, inducted by himself into the WWE well, Hall of Fame. Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. Brooklyn's own Jay-Z. He can induct the Brooklyn Brawler. There we go. <laughs> no, no, that has to be Triple H because he gave him the WWF championship opportunity. <clears throat> Let's get into this Madison Square Garden show. We know one thing for sure. That Brock Lesnar is scheduled to, at first it was if Bobby Lashley can come back and make it in time, and that's not happening because he's out. But now it's an opponent uh, that we're not aware of, apparently. Um, but this is supposed to happen. Do you think this happens? If so, who is it going to be? And if it doesn't happen, is it is this just like a Roman and Usos beatdown to keep, you know, Flaming the, you know, pumping the, uh, what's, what's that thing you pump the fireplace with? The bellows. The the bellows. Bellows. Bellowing the fire here. Brooklyn brawler. (laughs) Chris, you might be done for the day. AJ, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, yeah, this is just a stoke the flame moment. Nothing too drastic is going to happen. It's going to be something. It's going to be something that you want to watch. 
but I don't think it's going to be like, oh, yeah, he's going to defend the title right away, and it's going to be a DQ, but you can only watch it on the MSG show. They, it like, doesn't matter. None of this shit matters, y'all. The, the only reason that they're making a big deal... It doesn't matter! Thank you, Dan. The only reason they're making a big deal out of this is because the last time that WWE played MSG, they got a ridiculously low number in the building, and... New York is their home territory. Like, even the old school guys still refer to WWE as New York. Hell, uh, Jess McMahon, Vince McMahon's grandfather, gave them some bread during the building of Madison Square Garden. So, like, that's their home territory. They did a shitty number last time they worked there, and they're trying to pump that number up. That's why this That's why this, this card is even getting any credence, because how much is really going to change? Like, nothing consequential is going to happen at this show and we're that close to WrestleMania. I don't. I, I think you're wrong. I go ahead, Dan. Get I was gonna say they ruined it. Why? Why they did they? It. They set this up as Paul Heyman came out and said, "Oh, Brock Lesnar, you're not even gonna make it to WrestleMania with the title because you're gonna defend it at Madison Square Garden." And then they went ahead and decided, "Oh, we're gonna have a unification of the titles at WrestleMania. Let's sign the paperwork." And they haven't even had the Madison Square Garden match yet. Well, that's because. This, that's why it leads me to believe this is just the Usos and Roman right. beat down Brock. Exactly. So why why would you do that? If you're going to promote this as, oh, Brock Lesnar's going to lose, we're going to get him at Madison Square Garden. And now it's like, no, no. well, no, we're unifying the titles at WrestleMania. So, well, no, he's not going right. to lose, obviously. So why? You ruin the hype. I'm going to need you to access your suspension of disbelief, Daniel. Nope. It, it, it also, also, the most famous words known to professional wrestling card subject to change yeah they've been playing real loosey-goosey with that term in the last few years like yes card is subject to change but y'all knew lashley wasn't going to compete in that elimination chamber y'all knew sasha banks wasn't going to compete at SummerSlam versus bianca belair and you also know that bobby lashley wasn't going to be able to compete at this msg card so they've been playing loosey-goosey with that i get it but at the same point in time come on y'all but I so, I get why they're doing it. So, but whatever. I'm 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 done. I'm muting my mic. One thing I'm fairly certain of is that we are getting a triple threat match for the Raw Tag Team Titles uh, this weekend, and it's going to be Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, uh, along with RK Bro, trying to win the titles from the Alpha Academy. I know that's happening. I can remember watching Raw and them specifically talking about this. It was a big thing on the KO show, which was really good and. You all can shit on Raw all you want, but it's the same formula as SmackDown, by the way, and there's plenty of wrestling, and there's plenty of people getting pushed. So, you know, don't don't watch it live. Throw it on the DVR and just fast-forward through the stuff you don't really like. There's plenty of good wrestling there. But where do you guys see this going? Because, like, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens have sold this as their way to get to WrestleMania. And obviously, this could be a nice time for Randy Orton and Riddle to break up as AJ yawns and he's not happy with this tag team title storyline, apparently. I'm not, due to the fact that this breakup of RK Bro should have happened a while ago. Oh! Like even, even, even Platt just yawned, too! No. He's just tired. I think it's, I think the I like the build. He, he had often, he's been drinking. <laughs> like, drinking, drinking. It would be Nice, damn. He's wearing his Sunday polo, well, too. Like, he's not like two hour. hours into drinking right now at <laughs> no. this point of the show. When he usually is, he's about five hours into drinking at this time. 
Not not my Sunday polo day. <laughs> Ring the bell for yourself, <laughs> sir. That's hilarious. <laughs> ready for the final round. I think uh, I like this that RK Bros that they're building it this long. I you know I complain about you know how they don't build things long enough or that it's always just too short. They don't do a long story or whatever long build. So I'm fine with them doing this. Uh, you know and wait till break up after WrestleMania if they want to. I know we talked about maybe that was the match for WrestleMania was these two, but maybe it's not. Maybe we wait a little bit. That I'd be totally fine with that. You know, no big deal. Um, to see them get one more match at WrestleMania, and that's when the breakup happens, is at WrestleMania or the Raw after. Because we don't get a lot of those, I don't know, at least the last few years, I feel like we haven't got a lot of those moments at a WrestleMania. Like, I was thinking Damian Priest would be the same way. That that break that his heel turn was going to happen at Mania, and it actually happened. On no, Raw, it happened so this week. Yeah, it's uh, exactly. you know, moving up a little bit there. So I thought that would have been a really good long build too. But um, I, I, it'd be interesting what they do with this one because I think KO and, and and Rollins as the tag winning the tag champs upsetting them, and you know having them face RK Bro, you know at WrestleMania just in a, in a tag team title match, and that would be really fun to watch. I think. It's interesting because there is no linear path for Seth Rollins heading into WrestleMania. And I know, you know, sometimes it's just not your year. It, it just is what it is. But it's weird that they haven't set anything up for Seth Rollins heading into Mania. Where do y'all stand about the Austin KO rumors? Because I, I'm, I'm starting to think that it's not going to be a match per se. I, I, I but But Kevin Owens has been just, you know, taking a uh dropping his pants and, and shitting all over the state of texas so now i'm thinking it's gonna be kind of like last time we were in dallas for 32 when rock and aaron Rowan or aaron rowan jesus christ eric rowan had that six second match i'm thinking that's that's what happens here because why would you not hype stone cold steve austin coming back after 19 years and we're a month away from the uh the vent and he's arguably the biggest star of the modern era you know so but it, I, I said all that to say, yes, yeah, weird that Seth doesn't have a, a, a linear path to mania. So maybe maybe him and KO do challenge the alpha. Maybe this is a dry run for what a match that we get at mania and it's going to be a triple threat tag match. I, I don't know. I know what I know. <laughs> yeah, I know what I know. You'll never see Austin wrestle another motherfucking match ever again. And if he has a match where they ring the bell and he gives KO the stunner and pins him, it's not a fucking match. That's uh... because if there was a match for Stone Cold Steve Austin, you're absolutely right. You wouldn't be finding out about it in the month of motherfucking March. I'll tell you that right the motherfuck now. You will never see Austin have a fucking match in WWE ever again. If you think so, find me a PC Tony. We'll we'll pick out a date together that works for both of us, and we'll come on this show right here, and we'll talk about it whenever the that... fuck. What we, you you name yeah, it, we'll do it. Cause... I'll make the time. I'll make the fucking time. <laughs> That's the thing, man. Because you I got... won't need any extra time to watch a Stone Cold Steve Austin match because it's not fucking happening. Because that's the thing, man, because you got to believe Prince Humana 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 or whatever the fuck over there in Saudi Arabia was backing up the Brinks truck to possibly get Stone Cold to come out of retirement and wrestle over at one of those jam in the sands. So it, it's weird that, you know, with the rumors that are circulating that he would come out of retirement for this and this shitty feud because Kevin Owens was shitting on Texas 
Okay, yeah. cool. That's how we're going to bring back Stone Cold. I don't know. I, I want to see it, obviously. To me, it and, sounds like afterwards they're celebrating the tag team titles and pissing everybody off. And here comes HBK and Stone Cold, the two Texas twins. And Taker. No, Taker doesn't no, do that. No, ta- ta- Taker, Taker wouldn't do that. No, he's not coming down to the ring Texas. to pop Kevin Owens. Doesn't matter. I think. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think that would happen. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. Um, I forgot all Kevin Owens uh, shitting on Texas and everything. So I, maybe they don't win the tag titles here, and that's you know because Kevin Owens. I, I assume it's going to be. Well, they do. They take them into Texas. They have all the heat in the world. That's why you know they're going to have them because they're going to put over whoever wins. So maybe. They win the titles. RK Bro finally wins the titles back at WrestleMania, and they keep that feud going. They keep those guys together. I think it may be a, a just a collection of people that come down and beat the crap out of Kevin Owens or whatever. Because you already saw JBL cut a little promo about it. Oh my god! <laughs> so I think we're gonna get a week of of other people cutting promos. You could have Booker T come down. You could have JBL come down. HBK. It ends with Stone Cold, the glass shatters, he comes down, stunner, it's all over. You know, something like that. So so what you're saying is Kevin Owens is basically getting a Texan beatdown. Exactly. I apologize as a black man, that just made me shiver a little bit, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I should not be laughing as hard as I am fucking laughing right now. <laughs> Oh, right. Neither should I, probably. Uh, you know what? We're not even going to get into anything else here as far as this goes. I'm sure we're going to talk about all the happenstance which happened, and, and, and then we're really, we're going. We didn't think you are going to get fast lane, folks, but here it is tomorrow, tonight, as you listen to this uh, on Saturday morning. You're getting fast lane tonight at MSG. I'm looking forward to it. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much are you looking forward to it? And on a scale of 1 to 10, what do you expect your rating of the show to be? I'll say I'm looking forward to it at around a 7.5. I think the show is going to come in around a 7. Chris? We talking MSG? Yeah. It's a negative 10. Number one, I'm not going to be able to see the Mellon Farmer. Number Thanks. two, nothing constantly. Really. Nothing consequential is going to happen this close to the road to WrestleMania. Again, they're just trying to get people in the building because they got an embarrassing low number last time they played the card. Are you going to allow me to speak without cutting me off? No, because this is not the way they had to. You're supposed to express all of that in numerical form. I did. I said negative 10, you dick. What about there's two of them? What are you, Caster? You are the dick, yes, sir. You're the dick caster. He's just the dick. <laughs> You're looking forward to it, negative 10. Where do you think the show will rate after you see it? I'm not going to see the motherfucker. I don't know. Hey, do you know how to play this game? Go ahead. Uh, we're talking about MSG, right? Might be six hours of drinking, Platt. I'm not sure. Yes. So so I'm going to take number what six fuck? special, Chicken Lo Mein. Oh, 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 wrong MSG. Uh, I mean, oh, I, I... AJ, he's the only Mellon Farmer that might see the show, but they ain't going. You know that's an anti-WWE household. They ain't going. The fuck? Why'd you even ask some stupid-ass shit like that? That was a dumb-ass question, Tuddy. That shit was dumb as fuck, and you know it. <laughs> Good Lord. Hey, look at that. Anti-WWE. He's not... AJ's not anti-WWE. 
Should, should, so, I get the, should I get the signed Shawn Michaels poster next? Or? AJ, AJ, tell Chris as much as your brother. Your, his brother, AJ, Andrew's, oh, not, but, Andrew's AJ, not even a curmudgeon for WWE so, that much anymore. Andrew, yeah, it's more of a gimmick with him. It's like Tony hating Impact. Oh, I mean, if I did what I did, yeah. But now I'm okay with it. So I, I, I'm saying my expectation, my personal one, would be a seven, but I think it'll deliver like a six. Okay. We're talking about yeah. a house show. A house show. Not a game. Not a pay-per-view. Not a premium. I thought we were still ordering Chinese house food. Show. Dan, I, I would love for you to show everybody uh, how, how much how much you we actually understand each other by answering this question. My interest is a zero. My expectation is it's going to end up being a six. Thank you, Dan. I really appreciate you right now at this moment of time. Chris, you're a fucking prick with your goddamn red shirt. You've been drinking since noon, haven't you? Five. <laughs> <laughs> Seven and a half hours, folks. Seven and a half. <laughs> I three fourteen. Cherish that radio network. I'm PC Tunny. This is why I have a gigantic bald spot on the top of my head, and my hair is turning gray. We'll be right back. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out. Thechairshot.com. Hey folks, listen up, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. Angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I, I officially have made up the decision in my mind. We're going to restream next week live. You can watch <laughs> the DWI podcast be recorded next week, next Friday, next Friday, early evening. You can find it on uh, definitely at Chair Shop Media Twitter feed. So, But until then... As if Tunny needed a real excuse to go grab another beer. I really needed one. It was perfect. You conveniently forgot. Also, with that Angry Lemonade promo, I don't know if anyone's ever seen them before. Did Tunny sound like the WCW generic rants that they had for the old video games for the PS1 and N64? Or is it just I don't know. I thought the announcement was going to be I got fired again on the Billy Martin side of the game. So I, I don't know. And I probably uh, shouldn't say what I do know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! What do you do? What do you mean? What does that mean? What? I don't know what you're talking really, about. Really, 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 really make you say ah. Make you say uh. Nah, nah, nah.
Let's keep it. Go rolling. ahead, man. Trivia. Uh, yeah, trivia. Yeah, trivia. Yeah, I don't. God, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Uh, Dan, since you didn't join into the tomfoolery, one, two, or three. Um, I'm sticking with three. All right. And it's a good thing that you stuck with three because the... God damn it. <laughs> it's like Pavlov. he's trained. Pavlov is the son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck Pavlov and his dogs. God damn it. Anyway, there, there are three possible points for this. Oh. Wow, and, uh... All right, so here we go. Mucho so, puntos. So we know Chris Jericho has 10 Intercontinental Championships. The Miz has eight. But there is a three-way tie for who has the third most. Who are those three men that hold six Oof. Intercontinental Championships? You know, it's some bullshit like Spike Dudley or something like that, which is why we're not gonna get the third one. You know, that, that, that's be bold like, of you to think that they like, gave him anything outside the hardcore title. Be, be like May Young or some shit. You know what I mean? Eh, they're not as off the wall as you think. Ah, Jesus! Any more time? Does everyone need more time? Chris, do you need more time? I don't know. I think we should just. I think we should just go here. I was about to say, Platt, That was that was that was very very, uh, you know, convincing. You know, well, Dan's still writing, so I'm not going to act like I stopped writing yet. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm your, ready. Let's go. All right. Oh, three wrestlers that have six. Dan says Orton, Macho, and The Rock. None of those Platt, are since right. Since he has the blurry background, I cannot see what he says. Oh, shit, my bad. Go to Tony first, and then come back. No, you're good. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not going to say it. Go to Tony first. No, you can go. Oh, my God. No, ladies first. Well, we did did mention what the There you go. You got it. All right, there it is. Christian, Jericho, and Angle. Well, Jericho's one of the guys that was not eligible to be an answer. Huh? One of those might be right, but I don't think any of those are right. And Tony says Kofi, Jeff Hardy, and Triple H. I think I'm, I got two. I'm astonished that nine different answers and none of them were right. <laughs> Get out of here. Really? Seriously. The three men who have held six Intercontinental Championships. Shelt Benjamin? Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. Ah, Dolph. Motherfucker. Mm, okay, of course, of course. RVD. Oh, huh, eh. I wouldn't have got that one. Yeah, that's a tough one. Booker T. Booker T. No, Booker never had Intercontinental. Go ahead, man. Who is it? J E double F J A double R E double T Jeff Jarrett. And wow. I guarantee you, Hardy are up on that list too. But that's a good. That was a really good question, man. That was I. You know what? It's funny because a lot of the people that that listen to this show and. They get a lot of these questions right. I, be, I bet you there wasn't a lot of people that got all three of those. I bet you there's barely nobody that got all three of those. That was nine. <laughs> that's probably. Yeah, I was about to say that was. That's impressive. That's my, favorite, that's my favorite question you have ever asked. 
I was about to say that I just struck out a third of an inning right there with zero and nine. Right. I, Fuck. I, I, no, you were, there's there's a few people that we work with. I'm gonna ask uh, what they did when they. What did your brother get on that one? Uh, I didn't ask him this one actually because I'm I I had to go back to the old book here. That was an old book question. All right, that was awesome. Very great yeah, question. You, you literally retired the side. Good for you. And that's probably the only baseball we're going to get this season. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're not talking about that, remember? Tony, one or two. I'll be I'll be nice this week. Oh, number one. Door number one. Blink. Fartendale. Tony, I know you want to do it. Just do it. <laughs> nope. I'm taking my headphones off. <laughs> Quick, ask the question. I You'll never get it right. You clap, 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 clap. You got to hear the answer. You yeah, got to hear the question. Question. You... I won't do it. You got to hear the question, though. Let's go. <laughs> I won't do it. I'm not going to do right. it. Look at here. When was the first ever first blood match? You can give me the pay-per-view and the year, or you can actually give me the wrestlers that were in the first blood match. There are two possible ways. When and and or who was the first first blood match in WWE? I was about to say, we're talking WWE. Yes. Okay. Because I don't think NWA and WCW were like, yeah, let's definitely make sure we have blood. Yeah, that clearly never happened yeah. at all, right? Yeah. yeah. In, in ECW, we were doing it. It was the normal match. This is the shit the fans was juicing in the NWA, Jay. <laughs> exactly. The all right, so pay-per-view or the two wrestlers that were involved Can I get in the all? very first first blood match? What if I just run the table on all of them? <laughs> I think I did. Uh, Platt says King of the Ring 98, Kane versus Austin. Dan says King of the Ring 97, Kane versus Austin. <laughs> and Tunney says Taker versus Kane Judgment Day. So Tunney doesn't get a point. Dan, you're right on Austin and Kane. But Platt, you're right on both with. King of the Ring 98, Kane versus Austin. Well, you didn't specify I get the three year. Points, baby. I, I get an you extra point for specifying the year. Okay, that's I'll, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you the, the, course, yeah, the yes. second point. Yes, yes, honey. Yes, what? The next question is only going to have one point. Can I get five bonus points for telling you when the second first blood match was? <laughs> no, because... No. The, it was the next night on Raw Adam, when Adam, Austin Adam, the I got this. I got this. I got this. One day title run. No. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm not. You know, there was a joke I was going to make, and it would have fucking popped the fucking room so hard, but I'm not going to do it. It, it would have been really bad. I'll tell you, <laughs> I was going to say after. After. Remind me after the show. Oh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Platt. You gonna take Dan's old seat and love a good deuce, bro? There's Who only don't? one door left. Go fuck yourself, AJ. <laughs> it's like it's like at the end of the meal when your food starts getting cold and you have one bite left, and you look over at the person you're eating with and you go, eh, "Did you want to try this?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would be wrong to say I haven't done that, but I have. <laughs> 
if you're going to ask someone to try your meal, you always give them the first bite. Otherwise, don't even fucking yeah. ask. They should have ordered it. It's their problem. Yeah. If you ask after that, it's your problem. And that's why you two gentlemen are single. Okay, door number two. I ask. I, I offer Ow. the first bite so that they, they can tell if it's poisoned or not. And I don't eat it. So you, know, you, the queen, you, you let the queen get killed before you eat the food, sir? Dick Chaser. Door number two. Oh, boy. All right. Tobias. What was the tag team name of Sting and the and Warrior back in 1986? What was their tag team name? to move I sat on the also also Tony I'm gonna give that burp a five thank you I tried to keep it subdued actually <laughs> this is how confident I am I was not trying to subdue to boo plop plop I'm ready pick the deuce I think all right. All right. Dan, Dan, Dan. (laughs) He's got it. Oh no, he doesn't have it. Flex buff chest. (laughs) Dude, you should. Dan, you should have went with Big McLarge huge. (laughs) (laughs) That was if he if he actually did that, you would want it. But uh, yeah, plot one. It was the Blade Runners. But I got a point. You got a point, yeah. Blood had most totally points, and Blood wins. That means I win. I, first off, I'd like to thank God. I'd like to thank I'd like to thank everybody that helped us. Nobody can hear you. I love you all. Wait for my second album to come out. Warm Chicken Grease hitting you this summer is going to be some heat. Warm Chicken Grease, Juneteenth. Thank you. Fuck you, bye. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Went out to dinner the other night. Check came at the end of the meal, as it always does. Never liked the check at the end of the meal system. Because money's a very different thing before and after you eat. Before you eat, money has no value. Now you don't care about money when you're hungry. You sit down in a restaurant. You're like the ruler of an empire. More drinks! Appetizers! Quickly, quickly! It will be the greatest meal of our lives. Then after the meal, you know, you got the pants open. You got the napkins destroyed. Cigarette button, the mashed potatoes. Then the check comes at that moment. People are always upset, you know? They're mystified by the check. What is this? How could this be? They start passing it around the table. Does this look right to you? We're not hungry now. Why are we buying all this food? Gentlemen, we've reached the finale of season one. Chris and I actually uh, thought this was a completely different episode uh, on the premiere edition of uh, PC and Platt. But it is a really good episode nonetheless, even though we were thinking about. um, Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. We'll we'll flash back to that when we get there. The one where they suspect uh, 
the gentleman of uh, of uh, doing uh, different things in the bathroom where where Kramer shows off his smoking and drinking skills. But this week, gentlemen, the first thing I wrote down was I lost a grape. <laughs> uh, did mutate too? It's happened all. How many times? Right? How many times have you ever dropped something though, and you've like, all right, what the fuck? Like, honestly, I do it in the morning, right? Like, I'll, I'll drop something, or I keep certain things up higher, and I'll grab them, and other shit will fall off, and it'll roll around, and I gotta grab my phone, and I gotta turn the light on and look because I can't fucking find it, and I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? Where did this go? That's um, when I go like if you're grabbing an allergy pill out of the out of the closet there. And you accidentally drop one when you're trying to pour and it's like, where how the fuck? Like it couldn't have bounced that goddamn far. But it's always, you know, under behind the toilet paper that you got underneath them, you gotta scratch through it, and it's stuck in the paper somewhere, you gotta shake it out. How does I don't know how that happens, but it happens all the time. Brings me to tears, just like Elaine. Uh. <laughs> all right, well I'm glad Dan and I can relate. Uh gentlemen, <laughs> the overarching story of this episode and, and the finale of season one is the fact that George is trying to get Jerry to invest in a stock with very little information, just a couple of names and, oh, don't worry, they know what they're doing. So Jerry goes ahead and goes in, and he's a basket case about it, right? And on the meantime, Elaine's trying to kill some cats. Uh, Kramer's <laughs> gloating about telling Jerry that he shouldn't have invested, and every time the stock goes down, he comes in with the newspaper grinning. And Meanwhile, George is running down to the hospital to find the guy that gave him the tip that won't fucking tell him what's going on, but he makes out like a bandit in the end. Um, let's start with Jerry moving the relationship to level two. How about that? How, how, how much does that bomb, Chris, when they go to the Hamptons and it's raining outside and they can't go outside in Vermont and they're just stuck there with nothing to talk about? Three days! Yeah, that obviously was way too soon in that relationship for them to take it to that level. George was right about that as well. I guess this was the George-centric episode. But end of George being right, by the way, I think. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I believe so, too. Yeah, yeah. Once we get further down the line here, you'll see George coming up. Th- those episodes are few and far between, but... They didn't have any alcohol? That was my first thought. Like, there's no alcohol, oh, sure. the universal lubricant. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, they should have been like drinking Baileys and coffee, like until and, yeah, and playing chess or categories yeah. or Monopoly or strip poker or something along the lines. Because the thing is, man, when you make that commitment to go away with somebody for a we weekend, have sex. exactly. That mm-hmm. that's a given, exactly. And yeah, so yeah, where was the alcohol? Where was the bottle of wine? Where was the booze? Where was any of that? And if there wasn't going to be any there, you know, you have a car, go find the nearest liquor store, buy a flask, keep it in, you know, Irish up the coffee a little bit, DP. I mean, these things are basic, what Chris is saying. Are are they not? Well, I mean, you, you would expect if you're going away for a weekend, you got a plan, right? I mean, just because it's raining outside, you know, they could nothing to go do, but it's like you're just sitting there. I mean, I've definitely had my fair share of those where you're just... Like, going, uh, I don't know what to talk about. I got, like, just 24 more hours of this, so fuck, what do I do? He, he had told her twice that he had a shoe guy. He had a shoe guy, yeah. He had his shoes. He pointed out the she nice watch. Do you wind it? Is uh, it wind? I do. Oh. She won't tell him the perfume. Like, <laughs> it's just the most awkward conversations. And she wants to give him hell about the stock, too. And, like, 
I don't know. She just was not happy about going on the trip. I think <laughs> the whole way, the whole way, and then it just got ruined completely because of the rain. That's a good point, though. My, my bad. Just real quick, Dan. That's a good... No, that was a good point because yeah, if you go back to the beginning of the episode, she was a little hesitant about even going on the trip to begin with. But Jerry was the one that was insistent that they do that. So touche. They were at the uh, whatever you want to call it, little convenience, convenience you know, store, uh, right? pharmacy, whatever, everything all together. Bodega. That's what they called it. I could think of the word. I know. I I pictured the fucking scene in Half Baked, but I couldn't think of the goddamn word, okay? (laughs) All I could think of was the guy. It's like, oh, he shows his ass. Oh, black ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Appreciate the reference. (laughs) Ah. I now have to question why that was the first thing went in your mind on that one. (laughs) Butternuts. Buttercup. (laughs) Trust me, I can get even worse. Uh, the the lady who walks by and and <laughs> you you hey girl you hungry no 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 Platt let me let me can you can can I do I my you. appropriate line to be appropriate yeah so that I, we can I got you. out there and this is Harlan Williams talking to the horse and and uh, and a a lovely young lady walks by and has this response after Harlan Williams says to the horse hey girl you hungry fuck you nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Ring the goddamn bell. <laughs> uh, uh, I was talking about the horse. <laughs> it's Robust my... young lady as well. Teddy left that part out. It's a, it's... a, a full-figured young woman. It's my favorite part of the movie, to be honest with you. Her response is just amazing. I just lost it for days. Um, speaking of lost, where were we? All right, let's keep it moving here on the Jerry Seinfeld train. We were talking about the relationship, and we were in the bodega, and Jerry goes... Well, you know, the gifts get better at level two. Yeah, which I don't remember exactly if the next season things go better for anything else. But yeah, no, Uh, that like everyone else said that that's too fast, too far. I don't know. Not enough playing. It increased phone call volume walking around naked. Uh huh. Uh uh. So why not do that? Why didn't they just get it in the first night and then they could walk around naked and order room service and hang out, have some booze, have some fun, maybe order some nasty movies on pay-per-view? Like, there's ways that that could have worked out. Well, this is just... 1989, Chris, so there was no ordering pay-per-view. Oh, uh, there was. There was, sir. <laughs> not a bed breakfast in Vermont. There probably had to be, like, a VHS tape yes. somewhere. Okay, wow. They could have got caught in the wild or booty trap 69 or some shit like that. Like, they could have ordered some shit. Hell, this is still the scramble era. You could just do like I did as a child. Just turn to the naughty channels and and watch the scramble. And every now and again, you might see a nipple or an ass or something like that. But you get to hear a moan, you know? (laughs) Too bad. Too bad we don't have naming rights to these episodes anymore. Watch the scrambles. Sounds like a perfect fucking episode name. (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> this, we, I, we mentioned, I believe it was last week or the week before one of the episodes we mentioned the first uh dropping of Craymerica Industries. And we get a couple of uh, we, we get a couple of products that Craymerica Industries is working on, don't we, DP? Uh first being the rollout tie. 
yeah, the roll out tie. Like I think this was the start of like them trying to hit a couple different things. And yeah, we got the pizza place last week, and then this week we got the roll out tie. Where hey, you know you're in a meeting, you just want to make their own pizza. <laughs> Slide it into the oven. And uh, oh yeah, you get some oh, shit. You're going into a meeting. You got something on your tie. You just whoop, roll it right down. You got the next one ready to go. Uh, this one didn't last. Uh, this one, uh, you know, didn't get any callbacks later in the seasons. You know, I don't think this was the big hit for Kramerick Industries. But he's, you know, you got to keep swinging. So at the end of the show, you also get uh, Kramer has uh, an idea for a robot butcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think Rocky Four kind of stole that. What got got to the uh, the pump on that one a little early, earlier than Kramer. Overall, <sighs> overall thoughts on the episode and the season because this is the season finale. This was season one, right? We talked about how the year prior, um, at the end of summer, the pilot aired, and then they had, uh, you know, they played them in succession, the five episodes in the summer the following year. So. Now, next season, we're going to get into a lot more episodes. We're going to get into a little bit different uh, take on some of these characters. But before we get into that next week, I want to start with AJ because it's always fun for me to get his take on this series, these episodes, because Chris and Dan and I are all the same age, right? Like, we can relate to this as far as time goes and being, you know, uh, a little bit older for a large majority of it and alive for all of it. So AJ, um, what, what are your thoughts here on season one in general? I mean, season one had its ups and downs. I'm not going to deny it. I think we all kind of said that last week's episode was pretty much the worst episode that we've seen so far, but this one did, did a lot better. I actually enjoyed it. I actually went like, no, I, I can't complain. This was a good way to do it because I don't think we want to admit it, but we've all been in the rain on the hotel on a weekend trip. The silence is golden. Okay, good. That means a yes. But all they, they wanted to test the waters. They wanted to see what was going on and how it would work, and it got enough of a resounding confirmation that they got the season two started so it had its ups and downs it delivered on the last episode and now we're going on to season two yeah i uh i think we say it a lot where you know see the first season or two of of shows is kind of rough you know they're starting to build characters and everything and or even so much different from the next entire part of the uh uh, uh, series series. right like parks are like parks and rec too you know if you want to think of something a little more modern season one is not parks and rec seasons two through the end are parks and rec you know right <laughs> yeah i you mean, know what i mean yeah you just well you know and some of them they don't you don't necessarily have a direction or anything quite yet or anything like that so it, it makes it harder uh to get some traction and listen to the first 50 episodes of the dwi podcast <laughs> listen to last week um yeah. What? <laughs> wow! I don't know. I had to. I was about to say no. That just that deserved the bell ring point. Wow! I, well, that's your fault. We had a winner's you segment. No wonder it, it bombed. <laughs> Damn it! 
Wait a second. Uh, I was here last week. Fuck you, Dick Chaser. <laughs> Dick, Dick Chaser? <laughs> what am I chasing? Wait a minute. Is that when you get too drunk that you it's last call and you have to have sex with someone at the bar? Is that what a Dick Chaser is? No, that's called last resort, sir. But Dan, please continue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, there was a couple rough episodes. We said last week was pretty rough. I wasn't the biggest fan of this one either. But just, I like, you can see some of the things building that they that they just, you know, really dive into in, in future seasons and things like that. And you can kind of see it happening in some of these, you know, with Kramer. Like, I think this last episode, you know, when the, when the buzzer rang, when he was standing there gloating at Jerry right by the door, and he did his first kind of, oh, shit, like, and he hasn't done that yet, you know, his little, you know, freaking out at weird things. And that was kind of the first, like, oh, hey, that's going to be a thing now. And George being stingy with the money, even though he made $8,000 on the stock, he, he comes back, back, he takes took a dollar buck. back. It wasn't even like he gave her $10 too much. Like, you know, instead of like a, a $41 tip, it was a, it should have been a $31 tip. No, he's yeah, like, no, no, we're going to go down from 41 to 40 here. Yeah. I'll take that dollar back. By <laughs> he the yanked way. a dollar back, you know, like mm-hmm. you could just see Then that's like, you know, obviously a big part of the story, you know, just him being stingy with money and things. It's like some of those things, you just kind of start to see them here. Uh, and it's, it's just kind of cool to, you know, go back and see the beginnings of some of these, you know, big parts of the story of Seinfeld and all the seasons. So looking forward to season two. Just, you know, looking back in retrospect, it's amazing to me that this show got greenlit for a season two. And I don't think it would happen in today's landscape. But just just to I, I'm, I'm just saying, but just to give a little historical context as well, because we're talking 1989, right? Cable television is a thing, but it's not what it is now. Like you don't have, you know, 900 different channels and whatever you're into, there's a channel for that. So network television still really kind of has America in a chokehold, right? And NBC, they've they've got Cosby. Just real quick, they got Cosby, they got Cheers. I think Family Ties was still on the air at this point in time as well. So NBC is is the king of the hill. They're playing with houses' money at this time, so they have the opportunity Long because they are. The... Say that again. Long ways away from King of the Hill. Oh, shut up! You know what I was saying. But but they 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 had the cachet of the leeway because they were number one at this particular point in time to to let shows breathe and maybe take some chances on some shows that historically speaking they might not have took a chance on like Seinfeld and then the next year 1990 for example Fresh Prince Bel-Air debuts on NBC so they had that cachet because of where they were at in the standings to let this breathe and as a result you ended up getting one of the greatest shows in the history of television shout out to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air go over to the cock peacock and uh, the brand new Fresh Prince of Bel Air is excellent, by the way. So make sure you're uh, catching up on that. Great take, Chris. Uh, yeah, we're going to get into season two next week, and we're going to get into the Seinfeld that people actually um, think about as we get about eh, not even, it, it's barely a few episodes in when we actually start getting the actual Seinfeld cast you think of. But it's always nice to come back and look at this first season. Um, there, there are some interesting episodes coming up. That's all I'll just say um, in our near future. 
So very happy for that. Any last thoughts today on the podcast known as DWI? Gentlemen, any comments, questions, concerns, pressing matters in your life that you need to get off your chesticles? Shout out to AEW, who has a pay-per-view tomorrow. What is it with the chair shot? Why is everybody on the goddamn chair shot so anti-AEW? Oh, I don't know. I I mean, I could pick a place for Daniel Bryan and Dean Ambrose to have a match. It certainly wouldn't be with the production value of AEW. It'd be with the production value of WWE. Hmm. Interesting. Wonder why I'd rather not pay attention. CM Punk and MJF have an interesting feud. Uh, MJF last week gave one of the... Has he come back yet? I'm still waiting for him to come back. I've heard his music played in arenas, but I'm pretty sure he hasn't come back yet. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, fuck that shit you talking. But MJF last week had one of the greatest promos I've ever heard in the history of my life. That they're going to do their little doll collar match thing. Dean Ambrose and Brian Danielson, they're going to have a great match. Like, it's a, a pretty good card. Uh, fucking Thunder Rosa. Everybody loved that match last year with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Your your reminder that Dr. Britt Baker, D, M, you can still get it. I think it's Ring of Honor. They're going to have a good match. Isn't it Ring of Honor now? Why didn't we bring that up? Shout out to Coach Tony Khan by a ring offer, man. So, a uh, ring of honor. Be- because, because we were going to talk ring of honor and AEW? I, I, know, I know I know, I'm a Belaz, but even even I don't. Hey, the, the chair shot, I love y'all. Get your heads out your asses, man. Is AEW perfect? It's not, obviously. But there's some cool shit going on there. Okay, get your heads out your asses, folks. We cover wrestling. Like, what the fuck? So the oh well, I'm done here. Y'all can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plat. I'm a I'm drunk and it's beautiful. Wow, no, I'm done. We're been aware. Yeah. Christopher Platt, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Daniel son. Shout, shout out to uh, the upcoming uh, new episodes of Futurama that John DiMaggio has finally signed, and we have been here for real. So shout out to yeah, that. Yeah. Very happy. And uh, gotta be that. What's that? I said Cristobal has to be happy about that. He yeah. left, though. Yes. And uh, shout out to Daryl for uh, continuing to keep my uh, home office clean. Uh, you can find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs. That's me, DPP. And you can find this show at Podcast DWI Chris, on Twitter. Chris, we got to go about man. Chris, uh, Daryl. <laughs> Chris, go back. We got to talk about Daryl. Come on, Chris. Get back here. I just love how we made that callback. I just love it so much. He he can't stop the horse midstream. He's literally (laughs) peeing right now. Uh, AJ, go ahead. He could have went right into Uh, the irony as there. Daryl, (laughs) maintenance man. His pants are half off right now. This is why we need the live stream. Is Daryl your your other black friend? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's my home janitor. Any relatives in the Atlanta area? Easy. Oh my God! Butt your pants, you motherfucker! <laughs> oh my God! He actually is. He is Tiger Woodsing it. <laughs> I know he's been drinking a pile of vodka. Uh, I mean, the thing that I'm doing so far, uh, other than watching Seinfeld for this show, go actually check out. If you missed the old South Park. Go actually watch the newest season of South Park. It 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 harkens back to the good old days of back. randomness every episode. Yeah. They've done some uh, 
other than that, you can find me at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. You can find me on Pot is War with Tony and the IWC War Chief, Andrew Belaz. And I know we already did the uh, Pro Wrestling Tease pitch, but for this weekend, if you use uh, the promo code MADNESS, you get 20% off your order of over $150 or more. Freaked out, freaked out, yeah! Well done there, AJ Belaz. Uh, my name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney on Twitter and Facebook. Please continue to listen to everything on the Chairshot Radio Network. You can find that by searching Chairshot Radio Network on all of your favorite streaming platforms and right there at thechairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. For DPP, for Christopher Platt, for AJ Belaz, make sure you continue to listen. Like I said, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And I just want to let you know that you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as DW. I've been doing this for so long that I muted my headset and I still did the DWI perfect. Let's go. Uh, you're off a beat, so that's all right. Keith Lee, Jay Cargill. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.